On today's show, the Dallas Mavericks fall to the overmatched New Orleans Pelicans. And I'm going to tell you why it has nothing to do with the rotation. On today's Locked On Mavs. I'm Luka Lentich and this is Locked On Mavericks. Welcome to the Mavericks. And welcome, you are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Engstead, media member and NBA channel manager for the Locked On Podcast Network. Thanks for making Locked On Mavs your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms, win or lose, including YouTube. Or the best way you can help us grow the show is to comment anything below. Let us know. Give me one. Just one. Just one. Got Raccoon Squad? Squad? Just one. Just give me one reason why the Mavericks lost this game. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. And joining me, as always, my co-host, writer, and contributor at Mavs.com, Studio 41, the certified Faku boy, the one more thing king. What you got for me, Isaac Harris? Well, yesterday's pod, I said something about shaving my beard. The next time we lost, I'm not shaving my beard. No, yet. until they stop so. winning. So you get to shave your beard now. And then started yeah. and then started over. Well, are we sure they're gonna win on Thursday? So <laughs> <laughs> just kidding, just kidding. Oh. Uh, happy, Twitter's fun though. Happy birthday to Isaac Harris. We'll, we'll let it ride oh. for him a little bit. A little bit. Let it let it ride. Shout out to just shout out to the birthday. Mavs for winning on my birthday. <laughs> really appreciate that. Making it a good day. Uh what kind of cake did you do? Got some cheesecake. Ooh. Um, did, did cheesecake instead of regular cake? Is it a hot take that I prefer cheesecake instead Where of regular Where are you with cake? cheesecake, ice cream cake, or regular cake? Oh, cheesecake. Cheesecake over it. Okay, let us know in the comments yeah. below. Are you a cheesecake or regular cake or even ice cream cake? Like like one of the three, I guess, you got to pick. And, and you know what? No matter what you pick, it doesn't determine like some extreme thing. Shout out to the guy who said, because I like rings of power means I'm a double vaxxed all this it's like all right guys <laughs> because i like rings of power um okay shout out my guy yeah shout out, shout out to that you can guy. stay out, shout you out can to, stay out of the comments shout out to that guy all right on today's show we're gonna tell you why the dallas mavericks lost this game talk about luka Doncic in the fourth quarter the mavericks struggles and all that but the mavericks lose 113 to 111 i mm. logged into twitter as I shouldn't have <laughs> right, after, right after a game like this. Maybe not the best for your mental health, but I think it is one of the best ways to check out instant reaction from a bunch of different people. And I, I, I put a bunch of Mavs fans in my in my Mavs Twitter list because I just want to see what everyone's thinking about the game. Maybe a mistake. But I saw. I was going to make a joke, but no. I saw. I, saw <laughs> I consider the opinions of fans to be just as important as people of the media. That's good. And so I was watching just this flood and this stream, this stream of consciousness from everybody. I saw so much. Christian Woods got to play more. I have to apologize that you felt that he should have played more. That JaVale McGee sucks. Get him out of here. Reggie Bullock can't hit a shot. Just all this different stuff about rotations and what Jason Kidd has to change and where he has to bring somebody in and Faku should never play again and all this kind of stuff. This game had nothing to do with minutes or rotation. This Mavericks team with this same rotation just blew out the Memphis Grizzlies, and we were all celebrating and excited, and you at home probably were super happy about that game and thought, 
this Mavericks team is good. And then they go up against the Pelicans without Zion Williamson, Brandon Ingram, and Herb Jones. Three starters, three very important starters for them. They're down three guys. Mavs are down Tim Hardaway Jr., but the Pelicans are down three starters. And the Mavericks lose like that. They allow 40 points in the first quarter. Like this game started and ended for me with how bad the Mavs defense was. I, I love the fan reaction to this game because I saw this is one of those games where if whatever you want to blame it on, you can. I've seen everything from, I mean, one with Faku. I've seen one from, hey, he's better than Bullock. And then I saw another <laughs> tweet saying that we should have cut him now. Um, I've seen th- things blaming Javel's 12 minutes. I've seen blaming Jason Kidd. I've seen blaming Luca. I say, I mean, like we, you can pick your, what you want. Cause like you said, when you look at the minute distribution, in this game, I mean, Christian Wood played almost 30 minutes in this game. Javel McGee played on played 12. Like, yes, Javel didn't look, look great early on. But I'm not ready to sit here and say, man, they lost this game because Javel's 12 minutes. And I think there are legitimate complaints or legitimate criticisms with where the minutes should go and the rotation should change a little bit. Yeah, yeah they're gonna they're gonna adjust things here and there. But you the the rotation and the, like the offense really did not make the Mavericks lose this game. Right? It was yeah, it was and, the effort, and, it was their principles, it was how they defended in this game, the way that they just underestimated this Pelicans team and came out that way, had that mentality, and just let them get to the rim. I mean, they scored eight eight buckets at the rim in the first quarter. I mean, it, it was yeah. just not a good defensive performance. I thought Luka defensively was, was awful. For as good as he was on offense through the first three quarters, he was just that bad on defense. And I, th- I think that a lot of other players like took their cues from him and uh, had rough nights. It, it kind of reminded me of I watched a little bit on this past Sunday the Panthers and Buccaneers play in the a NFL. Little, little Baker action and and no no he sucks and you know they just traded McCaffrey to San Francisco and it felt like that team just had the mojo of we just we lost our best player nobody and we're in nobody believes in us but we're gonna like it, do, it doesn't matter we're not losing this game type of thing. And I know it's a little bit different situation, but obviously no Ingram concussion, no Zion, the hip thing. And yeah, Herb Jones too. Herb. And it's and it's like, and they still had CJ, they still have Valanciunas stuff, but it's like these guys start off from the very beginning saying, all right, everybody's counting us out in this game. And as much as we want to laugh about TNT crew, Barkley even talked about this before the game in the pregame thing of saying, hey, watch out. This is one of those situations Trap to game. where... Yep, it's a trap game. A couple, you know, the top guys are out. You think it's easy win, and they just couldn't defend. That's it. it. It's I agree with you. It's not. It's not the. I'm not looking at a lot of the rotation stuff. I'm not looking at you know, like even looking at Christian Wood. He had, he had a, another great game. He played ten out of the twelve minutes, over ten minutes of the fourth quarter in this game. So it wasn't even a. Oh man, they went with Javel the last six minutes of the fourth, and Christian Wood just sat on the bench like he played a lot of the fourth. He played 30 minutes tonight. So I think if you're looking at what minutes he could take, could he take a little bit of Maxi's if you want that? Maybe one or two of Javel's, but it was the defense from the start. They couldn't guard the the perimeter. They they were knocking down threes. The Pelicans were also super hot. Like yeah. I mean, they could not miss a shot early on. But still, it, it was the Mavs defense from start to finish tonight. Yeah, the perimeter defense just broke down, and that's that's for not being ready for the game, right? This defense, I've, we've said it time and time again. I'm going to say it again. This defense takes a lot of effort. It takes a lot of effort. It takes a lot of communication. To be as good as the Mavericks were defensively last year that got them to the Western Conference Finals, you have to defend at a high level. And when you come out and you're like, well, 
I'll just let Jose Alvarado get by me here real quick. Or I'll just let Najee Marshall just like cut back door behind me because somebody else will pick him up. Like, oh, it doesn't matter. Like, oh, we'll 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 recover on this. But if everybody has that same mentality, it felt like all five players, all five Mavericks on the floor had that same mentality. Like, ah, oh, somebody else will pick it up. Then it doesn't work. Cause just if you have one yeah. small slip. Now, when you saw the Mavs defense works well then you're forcing teams to make just the the pass just a little bit off so that the player can't just catch it in in motion and run to the run to the basket or run to their spot or catch it and shoot like it's just off a little bit and it sets uh, the offense off a lot like they they get to the right spots they get to the rotations in the right places and it it just offsets another team's offense just a little bit so that they aren't as good or aren't as effective if the Mavericks defense is off just a little bit, it doesn't allow those things, and you can just get right by some of these guys because they're just not as physically talented as a lot of the like really good defensive players in the league. JaVale jo- McGee's start was, was really, really bad, and it wasn't the reason why they lost the game, but it did not help to start that I think he allowed like 12 points personally. Jo- like Jonas Valanciunas dunks, Jose Alvarado drove on him twice. Like just little things here and there where I'm like, just contest that shot. Like just just go over and contest that. Yeah. And it wasn't the reason they lost the full game, but it it started them off in a really bad spot. Well, yeah, I mean, you bring JaVel in when we were talking, you know, I was really high on the JaVel edition and I'm not sitting there saying, hey, we're writing it off three games in. You've climbed down the but, hill a little bit though. <coughs> uh, I'm just kidding. I'm just messing with you. What? <laughs> Just because the hill I was on was, hey, he's an upgrade over Dwight in the 15 minutes now he's going to play. He's not even playing 15 minutes right now. But what I thought he was going to upgrade over Dwight was protecting the paint. And he had that block on CJ early on. It's like, nice block. Great. And then Alvarado scores like three baskets, it feels like, <laughs> right in his like face. And I'm like, all righty, let's get the hand up. Let's get, get a few blocks there. But uh, maybe after the break, let's talk a little bit more about Luca because... There's uh, something I want to talk about. There are some things to talk about with Luca and his decision-making and how his game progressed in this one. We'll talk about that coming up. But before we do, let me tell you about LinkedIn. LinkedIn. These days, every new potential hire can feel like high stakes for your small business. It feels like you're playing the lottery where you're like, all right, just please make this person be cool. Please be cool. Please be cool. Please be cool. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the right people for your team faster and, get this, for free. Go to LinkedIn, see how easy it is to add jobs. Also, if you're a job seeker, go see how easy it is to go find a job too. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash MBA. Again, that's LinkedIn dot com slash lockdown nba you can post your job for free there see how easy it is try it out what are you gonna lose a little bit of time that's it it's on the clock terms and conditions apply again it's linkedin.com slash lockdown nba thanks for making lockdown maps your first listen after this go check out lockdown sports today it's really a great program i've listened to it i don't know the last like five or six days and it's great. Peter Bukowski hosts it and has uh, all the biggest sports stories from the local experts. So we'll go on there. If there's a big Mavs story, big NBA story, you have people go on there. Andy Kamenetsky was talking about the Lakers on there. You have World Series talk. You have NFL talk all the time. It's great stuff. Locked on sports today, YouTube or on the podcast feed. All right, Isaac, tell me about Luca. I think he played right into the Pelicans game plan tonight. Ooh, and I want to you know, be able to touch the car. <laughs> So Noah Herb Jones tonight. So that takes out the guys guarding Luca. They put Najee Marshall on him. Well, you know exactly what Luca's gonna think, dude. I'm gonna score all barbecue day on chicken, him. baby. Um, first quarter, 
shot attempts. You know, they, they gave up 40 points in the first quarter. So, one, we've already declared that defense is why they That's lost why they this lost. game. But I also want to talk about the game plan they gave for Luka because they didn't try to double Luka a lot, especially early in the game. Late in the game, they brought a double on Luka, but they they chose the route. We talk about this all the time. A lot of teams choose one of two routes. Either they're going to try to limit Luka and dare the other guys to beat beat you or let Luka cook and take out the other shooters. That's what That's what the Pelicans did tonight. And they said, hey, what was the first play of the game? They just cleared it out, did a post-up with Luka and Najee Marshall. Luka scored. Second play of the game. Luka does a fadeaway on Najee Marshall after posting him up. He misses a shot. He ends with 37 points tonight, and that's great. It looks great in the box score. But you know who couldn't get going tonight? Reggie Bullock. Some of these shooters that you're saying, hey, and this is where I go back to like LeBron Cleveland days. What was LeBron so good at? Now, you're this is a rare moment here. You're going to like hear me brag on LeBron. <laughs> Something on, LeBron Isaac. did so well <clears throat> in his prime was he would start games by trying to get his guys going. Because it's like he knew, hey, I can turn the switch anytime, but I need to get my shooters. I need to get my Kyle Corvers of the world hitting the, my, the corner threes. Your brother. <laughs> and hit, getting these guys feeling good, feeling confident. First quarter shot attempts. Luka Doncic, 12. The next guy was Spencer Dimity at four. He's doing it himself. And then Chris, <laughs> Christian Wood, three. And Reggie and Dorian in the first quarter, the one they lost 40 to 31. Reggie shot one shot. Dorian shot two shots. And I'm not saying it's like, hey, just because they don't get shots in the first quarter doesn't mean that they're going to shoot it well the rest of the game. But maybe that's something that he can look at. He's all He's been a great first quarter scorer. That's been his thing. But maybe it's something it's like, especially if a guy's in a slump or whatever it is, that you try to get the other guys going early on knowing, hey, I'm so good I can flip the switch later on. So I just think he played into that game plan a lot. They, they chose to let him cook and try to take out the shooters. And honestly, it worked because... Like hardly anybody else hit a shot. So with you know three pointers and the three point shooters, we this is the game plan that we saw the Clippers deploy in the playoffs two years in a row. Just allow Luka mm-hmm. to cook. That's why he scored so many points in those in those Clippers series. But he didn't have a ton of assists. How many assists did he average in those series? Like five, six, something like that. He, they're going to cut off passing lanes. They're going to one on one guard Luka, cut off passing lanes and, and like choke the inside of the defense a little bit to where he just can't kick out the way that he normally would. And they don't overhelp. They're not going to come in and like allow somebody to no. be wide open. They'll just like, all right, we'll allow- even when the big switch, like yeah. even when Valanciunas, Larry Nance, these guys got switched. Jackson Hayes, go die over there. That's fine. Yeah, we, we just like, don't want the three. Well, and they're saying Luca take the step back. He attempted yeah. thirteen threes tonight. He's two of thirteen from three. Yeah. So they were. This is what they chose to do. And tonight, yeah, he wasn't as efficient shooting the basketball as far as three pointers go. He's sixteen of thirty from the field total, but. He missed, what, 11 threes tonight. Whenever you look at Reggie and Doran, they went one of eight combined from three tonight. So that's where there's probably a little shift of, and this is both coaching, I would say, you yeah. know, Jason Kidd yep. to recognize this of like, all right, they're just giving him the Luka. How can we get the other guys going? So anyway, I just thought that was an important part. For sure. It's on defense. Their offense was fine. Like their offense was, yeah, yeah. they scored 119.4 points per 100 possessions. That's still better than the offense that when the Ma- a couple years ago, remember when the Mavericks had the best offense in NBA history? That's still higher than that. So they had a good offense. Like they had an efficient offense. They scored in this game. They did not defend. But there's a couple times down the floor where I'm just like, if we're, if if this game is going to be like this, where everybody just scores back and forth, and the Pelicans are scoring quickly, and the Mavericks have to score quickly, what are some of these possessions? Like what is the offense? Sometimes it's Luca, and everybody else can like. 
Faku Compasso out of here. You know what I mean? Like, just like get out. Just seemed like there was no real get out. It just seemed like there was no real intention to some of the offense to me. And maybe it's it's Luca just biting for some of those like one on ones, or maybe it's just uh, they were like, all right, we'll just go in there and this is our offense. Luca just does his thing, and everybody else kind of roams around a little bit here and there. And you could kind of, but but then when Luca was out, you could see it too. It's like Dinwiddie spent like what three or four maybe five possessions in this game just trying to get like pop the ball around and swing it around so that christian wood can get a post up on a mismatch right it's the same kind of thing it's luca on a mismatch or it's christian wood on a mismatch where everyone else is just standing pat and you have to be so good like luca had to be so good on those mismatches in order to make that work christian wood would have had to been so good on those mismatches to make that game plan work because of how bad the defense was on the other side because you have to just outscore teams like that um, and, and he was pretty good. I mean, Christian Wood, again. Yeah. I mean, what a performance by him. 23 points uh, in those 29, 30 minutes. He missed two shots and only hit all three threes that he took. Like, another incredibly efficient night for him. So, I mean, you can't ask more for what Christian Wood has given you in that six-man role. And the minutes, the minute distribution is kind of what we expected. It's like, hey, JaVale's going to play like 15. Christian Wood's going to play in that 28, 30 range, somewhere through there. He's going to double his minutes. He's just playing really well. In a game like this, would you just say screw it and just like, all right, let's just out, let's just try to outscore. Let's just do Luca and Christian Wood and Dinwiddie and you know whoever else for the rest of this game. Let's just let's just. I mean, honestly, that's what they tried, and and they took him out for like a minute and fifty seconds <laughs> in the fourth. But I think that was more of a like a breather for him. I mean, he played ten straight. Well, but, pl- but playing with Luca, like we didn't see him, we didn't see him play with Luca. Look, how many? How many? In the fourth quarter, Luca played six, like just about seven minutes. So that's like his normal. Last that's his normal minutes. rotation. He played the last seven, and and Wood got taken out in the middle of that. So I don't know. And, like, and the the fourth quarter is what they got to look at too. I think it was Bobby Corral who tweeted out that the Mavs have have been leading after three quarters in the first three games, and. You know, they've lost two of those. We know they gave up the big lead in Phoenix. One of them, they're up by like 35. So, <laughs> yeah. And in this game, you know, they were up by seven points in the in the fourth quarter. They were up, uh, what was it, 90, 94 to 87 in the fourth quarter. And they ended up losing this game. So they got to figure out the fourth quarter. Starting is a dumb conversation to me. Don't care anything about the starters. What I do care about is they got to figure out the fourth quarter rotation. Is it matching Christian Wood with Luka Doncic late and then matching those minutes? Can JaVale play without Luka? That's something because going into this game, he'd only played like 30 seconds without Luka in the first two games, something like that. Um, Isaac, Isaac and, JaVale had people on Twitter calling for Dwight Powell to get off the bench. That's The irony of that is so funny because it's like, I know some of y'all really hated on Dwight and now you're wanting him back. That's like when everyone was calling so, for a rebrand and then they threw out the graffiti jerseys. <laughs> Oh, you're like, hey, why did you have to bring up? The you're like, hey, it could be like this. <laughs> Life is good, but it can be better. Graffiti jersey. Was was that new Mavs man voice? No, no. <laughs> new Mavs man probably sounds like a space alien. <laughs> that's what. That's one small step for Mavs man. <laughs> one giant leap for a mascot. Oh. Clown. All right, coming up, coming up next, we're going to talk about Faku's debut. His debut. Why did he play so much? <laughs> we'll tell you why coming up. But before we do, let me tell, let me tell you about Bet Online. Stay with us, Argentina, Argentina fans, listeners. Stay Argentina, with us. Argentina, stay with us. We'll tell you about Bet Online. It's the best way to check out the odds and lines inside and outside of sports. Uh, dads do the ads. 
So, Nick, do you have the uh, a line pulled up for an upcoming game? Because I'd love to hear about yeah, it. Yeah, here we'll do. We'll, we'll keep with this one. Lakers at Nuggets. Ooh, Lakers at Nuggets. At Nuggets. This is for Wednesday. This is a game that. Well, since Russ is uh, doubtful to play, <laughs> should, Lakers be, no, do, should uh, Lakers be favored then? Since he's not. I'm gonna say uh, Nuggets by nine and a half. Nuggets by six. This is the first one you've been way off on. What? <laughs> Nuggets by six. What in God's green earth? Why did they think they're even close to the Nuggets? All right, get this one. Rockets at Jazz. Before the season, you would have been like, oh, this is like a pick em. <laughs> It's sort of a jazz, yeah. by, jazz by one, Jazz by two. What do you think it is now? Oh, it's going to be Jazz by like seven and a half. Jazz by six. six minus six on that one. Uh, okay. You can go check out all... There's so many interesting lines. Go check it out. It's bet online. It's where the game starts. <laughs> All right, Argentina. All right, Isaac. Let's talk about Facundo Campazzo. He got his debut for the Dallas Mavericks, and we saw him play just about 13 minutes. We saw him get two great assists, two great steals, hit a three, have to take a heaving three that he shouldn't have to take at the end of a shot clock. But we saw him play just about as much as Josh Green did. What did you see from Compazzo in that in that stretch, his debut? Um, well, yeah, I was a little surprised. I mean, I was just on yesterday's pod saying I didn't think he'd play because he hadn't really got to practice much with the team uh, because of his VC issues. But I think it was pretty much he just had to play. Um, tells you a little bit how they feel about Jaden Hardy. It does. Oh. <laughs> um, but Hardy, you know, let's go party. I really do wonder if he would have played. Well, you could see it with the those those moments that I talked about in the second court in the second segment where Tim where Dinwiddie was trying to get Christian Wood in the paint. He was like just kept throwing it to him, and there wasn't enough space because they didn't have Tim's like gravity as a shooter out there to to pull the defense out a little bit more. Yeah, um, but anyway, in his minutes, I mean, I, I thought there were different times. Obviously, he had a three in this game. He did give the bench a little bit of boost in this just like, hey, there's just another guy out there that can handle the ball that can, you know, he's just more comfortable with the basketball than Josh Green. So yeah. it's like he can, you know, dribble through the paint and kick it out. And it's like, I know it sounds really dumb to have a point guard out there can do that stuff, but sometimes you just need somebody that can dribble and pass and just run this motion, run, you know, go through the stuff. So he did that. There's nothing I'm. You know, I'm not clamoring for more minutes right now, but I'm also not saying he should be cut. So, <laughs> yeah, just give it more time. There was a weird moment in the, I think it was the fourth, I know it was the second half, that they had him, Dinwiddie, and Luca on the floor at the same time. And I was like, what is happening? Yeah, that was strange. It's like, they're just using him as like a spot shooter. Like, is that what we're doing? Why wouldn't we just use Hardy in that in that spot? That was interesting to me. At least you get a little more size and probably better spot up shooting. Maybe maybe the Mavericks don't think that. Maybe the coaching staff thinks that Composite is better spot up shooter than Hardy is, but yeah, that that was interesting to me. He does give them a little bit of a jolt, like a little bit of like extra speed. He speeds up the game a little bit more when he's out there. Um, him and Josh Green both kind of do that. So putting them both in the game at the same time is is interesting to try and like like just give him a change of pace, like you said. It, it gives the, the team a little bit of jolt. It's gonna take him a little while to get comfortable with the rest of the team to set up any kind of offense. Because anytime he got the ball on offense, it was like uh Someone set a screen for me. <laughs> it's like it felt like that's the exact like process he was going through in that, trying to figure out what to do whenever he got the ball. And you're like, okay, you're a point guard, you got to know. And he doesn't because he just got here. Like he just joined the Mavericks. This is his first day, like that he actually 
uh, could do stuff. And so, or he, he practiced once. He may have practiced. He may have practiced sure. once. He this is the first game, so yeah, we saw something from him. He's he's pesky on defense though. He's gonna get he's gonna get beat in the post. He's gonna get posted up. He's gonna get beat off the dribble here and there. But he'll go for loose balls. He'll get in passing lanes. He got those two steals, and you'll see that. And so we we he'll get tangled up with some people. Yeah, it'll be fun. We saw the almost the full complement of Compazzo in this game in certain points. But yeah, it, it does tell you a little bit about what they feel about. Uh, Hardy, Pinson, like that, those end of the bench type guys. Frank was obviously out, so that kind of changes things. Frank and Tim were both out, so I, I think if if Tim was healthy, I don't think Faku would have played. If Frank and Tim were healthy, I don't think Faku would have played even more than, than I than I do. Yeah, yeah, and, and to come back full circle, this is all about defense, man. Like yeah. they played nine players in this game. The the Pelicans did eight of the nine players scored in double digits. <laughs> <laughs> What like what what kind of thing is you know is that they had spread out scoring you know they obviously didn't have a guy I mean their high score was freaking Trey Murphy who's never missed a never shot missed. in his entire universe this is like modern day Dell Ellis or something uh, you know a four for four from three he was a lot of fun tonight but outside of that nobody had over fifteen Isaac, points fun for who he was fun for who. Oh, he's fun for the Pelicans. Okay, go. They're a fun team. Go listen to Lockdown Pels and Jake Madison if you had fun watching. Trey a great Murphy. host, great, respectful, professional host, and Jake Madison. Go listen to Jake, and I, that's not sarcasm. He's great. Uh, Dyson Daniels, I thought had some good defensive possessions on on Luca. Like in I the thought, first he quarter. played a great game in this one. He had what yeah. do you have? Eleven points. He had three boards, two assists, three steals. Like I thought, he he looked he looked like he belonged out there. Yeah, he was a minus eighteen in this game, which is kind of well. It's, but <laughs> Dinwiddie was minus fifteen, so <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, I don't really don't have too much else about this game. There was I, some questionable Jason Kidd stuff. I uh, some just some coaches. The stuff. Quite, one of the questionable Jason Kidd things is what's he doing with timeouts? Like, what are what are timeouts for? This is a question I have. He's it felt like he saved some of those for late game situations where he could have just stopped a Pelicans run at a certain point, and then maybe the Mavericks build up a lead because. You should be beating this team. There's no reason why. Like it felt like it wasn't a, it felt like it wasn't a vote of confidence in this Mavericks team that he could draw something up to get them to like, all right, let's charge back in and get a lead so that we, you know, he didn't want to leave. He, like he left stuff on the table. It felt like like do, trying to do save you not timeouts. know about like that like clause in his contract where he's just, he's not it. he's not allowed to call timeouts. Well, he he has this clause in his contract to where every timeout goes unused, he gets another hundred thousand. <laughs> And because it shows that, like, hey, I can coach and be really good. Uh, Cuban just game, looks so. at the scoreboard at the end of games, opens a briefcase, and just hands him the the, the racks. Like, just hands, yeah, just hands look it, it up, him. look it up, look at the clauses in his contract. It felt like it felt like that, man. Like, it just it, just for momentum's sake, the crowd was such a big factor. I thought in this game, you could hear that maybe the TNT mics were picking him up a little bit hot, but. It's, it felt like the crowd was really getting into it. You could see Luca getting into it with the crowd when he airballed a couple threes. You could tell he was like laughing back and forth with the crowd. He loves that stuff. It usually motivates him. Uh, and I felt like in this game, it, he didn't he didn't have enough at the end of this game because he he had he put so much into the first three quarters in the fourth quarter. He just didn't have enough in it. Yeah, and in the in the last you know few possessions, we haven't even broke those down yeah. really. But well, it's, you know, they lost it before then. But. Well, Luca's you know Luca's decision to go for the layup with four seconds left on the clock. That was really interesting. You know, you, the go, you know, go for the layup and foul game. 
it really gets dicey when you get under five or six seconds. Like you just said, you don't have much time to, you know, your one outlet pass away from the game just being over. If they can get an inbounds pass and get the guy defender screened on him, they didn't, you know, and you know, Devonte Graham ended up missing a the shot. They end up having a chance to win the game and should have, should Luca have driven? Oh, here we go. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Sorry. Here we go. No, um, I, I, no. I think what was interesting was so Dor- Dorian was the inbounder on that last that final play. Dorian was the inbounder, right? And then he he hands it off to Luca, and then he just stays over on the left wing, like he didn't clear out. I saw Luca kind of like motion to somebody afterwards, like get out, get out on this on this play. It felt like Dorian just kind of stood there, and it crowded Luca, so he had to take a longer step back than he normally takes, and it didn't come off as cleanly as it normally does, and so he missed. And so I wonder if that was was part of it at the end but he did get a shot off i mean it was a real deep step back three and he hadn't been shooting well from three this whole game so maybe hope for something else but it's only four seconds Uh, again you know the game the game came down to to more than that like at at about like the five minute mark in the fourth quarter the pelicans like had had come back and built like a 106 to 102 lead and i was like why is kid not called the timeout yet the mavericks had a seven point lead at some point now it's dwindled down and the Pelicans got the lead back. I'm like, there's, there's no timeout during that stretch, and I was just curious why he wouldn't do that. Maybe he maybe he ascribes to the Phil Jackson rule of like, oh, they'll figure it out. But I didn't feel like they're these Mavs were going to figure it out in this game tonight. Yeah, it was an extra 100K per timeout, and <laughs> we saw that in action I guess, there in the game. I but. guess so. I, guess I don't have anything else about the game. I, uh, you said that several times. You said that several times. <laughs> Well, then I found, then I had one more thing and because hey. <laughs> we didn't really, because we didn't talk about those last few possessions there. And I, I do think, you know, obviously in hindsight, but they could have went for the three there, you know, instead of Luca going for the, for the layup there. But yeah, there's so many, there's so many could have, should have, would have. And now the Mavericks take their sights to the next game. We'll talk about that one tomorrow and uh, we'll be back every single day with Locked On Mavs. Go make your second listen to Locked On Sports today. Great stuff from all across the network. Local experts talking with Peter Bukowski about sports, every sport. Go check it out. Guys, thanks for listening to Locked On Mavs. Peace out. Boom.